What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Thread Season 2 Level Up, a biweekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends, talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I am David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. Woo! What's going on, guys? What's going on? Glad to be back. Good to be back. Mike, what's going on in the Yo. world of Mike, man? Yeah, man. Let's get humble. Uh, so... Uh, so last we checked in, I was, I was, I was saying some things about, I am working on a, uh, building a deck or not building a deck, but building additions, to things to my deck, specifically some gates. Um, we want to be able to, to, uh, gate off the, the, our back wraparound deck so that we can have our dogs or even if we have friends with like small kids come over and they can kind of like gate them off. So, um, they don't worry about falling down the steps into the yard <clears throat> or anything like that. So we've been working kind of like sporadically over the last couple of weeks uh with my dad to assist us with um basically building out like gates that never existed before so we do have like the struts currently built so it's ready to have the actual gate there and and then i know my dad's been assisting with some um construction over at his house because he's got a really nice like wood shop uh to be able to flesh out the rest of the gate and then we're going to assemble here uh, we don't have the exact date set just yet, but it'll probably happen either this weekend, next weekend, um, assuming it's not raining. Um, it's been a cool, in- it's been a fun experience uh, to kind of do some physical labor outside of the property of the house um, with my dad assisting. He's he's an, uh, such a wealth of knowledge. You know, I've, I've always shouted out my, you know, Papa Hart. Papa uh, he Hart. is a, an absolute superhero to me. Um and then so moving on from there, though, uh, we uh, my sister-in-law, Jamie, which is my wife's uh, uh, sister. Uh, I guess that's how that works. Right. Sister-in-law. Yeah. Uh, it was her. <laughs> I think it was her 26th birthday. I uh, I think yeah. it's 26. A, she's a year younger than me. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of had a, uh, just a, you know, our friend group, anyone that was available. Basically, we have a pretty large friend group at this point, but anyone that was available we had over to my house on uh, last Friday, mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun. I didn't like I knew that we were doing it, but like I didn't I just struggled to like get ready soon enough. So thankfully, um, that Friday, I was able to take advantage of my office's like, quote unquote, summer hours, which allowed me to stop working at 1 p.m. Um, instead of working all the way to five. So I spent most of the afternoon uh like mowing my back lawn getting the area all looking nice making sure we actually had firewood all sorts of you know making sure we had like you know everything we needed for this uh small get together low key party um ended up actually having to go out, go out to like home depot to buy myself a brand new bug zapper cuz the ba- the bug zapper we had out there previously had suddenly died and not you know I think I left it on indefinitely for like the last year. <laughs> that's my fault. Um, but yeah, it, so it turned out really great. Um, a good a good selection of individuals showed up. We had a nice bonfire in the back in my fire pit. Uh, but yeah, good, just good times overall. Jamie tried to make this like Star Wars themed bro. bro cocktail. Bro, it it was it just like I wanted it to be good just because she wanted it to be good so bad. But it just. Jamie, Listen, if you're out there listening, it, it was I, not good. I love I'm, so, Jamie. I'm sorry. We love you, but it it just the recipe yeah. wasn't right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Something was missing. Listen. Um, 
I'll, but yeah, I'll, I'll say this: like that's Jamie's mo. Like I love Jamie, but like when she gets excited and she wants to do stuff, like she wants it to be good so bad, and then, like you get to that point and you're like, ah, it's not really that good. But uh, I, I guess I'll hop into because I was there. It was a really fun time. Um, second time being at Mike's house, which is crazy. You guys might have thought like maybe I'm over Mike's every weekend, but nah. Uh, second time it was fun. Um, I like occasionally strolling by to Mike's. It's always fun seeing the dogs and seeing everybody. Uh, but yeah, we pretty much had everyone there. We had Billy and all them there. Um, it's always it's always a fun time when we're able to have a party and everything else like that. Unfortunately, uh, the one party house we used to go to, we ain't going there no more. Um, that couple's done and done with. But uh, we had a fun time. That drink was didn't I wasn't trying to drink and drink that at the same time. I knew it wasn't going to end well. Uh, but it was also fun just getting ready, getting every, everyone to sit down, talk. Uh, me and Mike had some conversations that were, you know, in person. Jamie likes to sit in and listen to me and Mike when we're talking. Um, recently, me and Jamie weren't that cool. We sat down, had a talk. But once we get in person and me and Jamie get to talk, um, it always you, you can tell, like, you know, that's one of my dearest friends because we're close. You, you can get through anything as long as you talk through stuff and you respect everybody. So it was a fun time. I'm trying to think about what the, the, the cupcakes Carolyn made were very good. There was a lot of different snacks. Um, so fun time. Mike, great host. Yeah. That, that bonfire was, was great. The bug zapper was great. That looked a little fire pit. This is my first time seeing it. I'm going to say it damn near rivals Billy. I'm going to put it up there, man. It was very relaxing. It was fun. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of feng shui down there is, is what I want to say. Yeah, it was a good evening for it too. It wasn't too uh, hot. Uh, wasn't too cold. It wasn't windy. It was. It, you couldn't have asked for a better night to do a fire. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the party was good. Everything went well. Um, I actually received some bad news uh, later that weekend. Um, so I've been sponsored by a yo-yo company for a little over a year now called throwing sideways there they they were a small boutique yo-yo company um and sadly the owner reached out to the team it's me and two it was two other guys we did have a fourth uh, team member too but he re- he went he left a little while ago to pursue um a little like a bigger and better opportunity through yo-yo which was cool but he reached out to us and goes hey guys you know i've uh and this is william that we had on the podcast a little while ago he says, hey, guys, you know, I, I know this is a great team. I love you all. This has been so much fun. But sadly, I just don't have the spark to continue the company anymore. Uh, I'm still going to be yo-yoing. I still think of you all as, like, close friends. But, you know, as of today, the company is done. So that kind of, like, it kind of, like, I can't say I didn't see some of it coming. But it definitely caught me by surprise. That it actually was, it actually was going to happen. Um, I'd noticed that William was a little bit distant in the chat because we had a team chat we were talking in. Um, he wasn't like posting as much as he used to, and so I kind of saw you know the writing on the wall before it happened. But when it finally happened, it definitely uh, hit pretty hard, and you know all the feels came out like, oh man, like uh, now now I'm a free agent again, and. Uh, you know, so that that was kind of a bummer. But um, what's cool about now, what's the, diff- the difference about it is like, obviously, like I'm still yo-yoing. Like I'm still, I still love the craft. I still love to do it. And so previously when I was on the team, I was very like loyal and I wanted to make sure that everything I was posting, I was always using 
one of the company's yo-yos to always be promoting and helping with sales the best way I could. Um, but now that, you know, no longer on a team, you know, I have a whole collection of yo-yos that I've just kind of ignored for the last year because I was specifically using the company's yo-yos uh, that they were sending me. So it's been, it's kind of been nice to go back and see, like try out old yo-yos that I used to love or like tr- or do new things with uh, different yo-yos because every yo-yo is di- like a different shape, a different weight. Um, it gives you a different feel. And so it's just been nice to kind of play around again with the collection that I have to try to find some new inspiration. Also, it's been over a year since I've bought a yo-yo since most of the yo-yos that sponsor provided me just free of cost. So I've also now started like, hey, what's that? What's new out there? What What have I not what have I not experienced yet? I found a really awesome uh, one called the Kanto. Um, I think that's a region in Pokemon, Kanto, Kanto region. Um, it's by and it's it's by a guy in a, a company called Dressel Designs, and this guy Patrick, who runs that company, was actually integral in designing a lot of the yo-yos that my previous company, Throwing Sideways, was using. So he was like a designer, basically. He's like a general designer for yo-yos. But he also has his own company and his own line. So I saw that this new one was coming out. Um, I just hit him. I like put like some fire emojis on his uh, Instagram post. Like, this looks amazing. I would love to get one. And he hit me up directly. Uh, he said, you know, if you want one, they're going to go on sale soon. But if you want one sooner, hit me up in the DM. So I hit him up on DMs and uh, we worked out a deal. And uh, it's already on its way. It's, I can't wait for it to get here. It should be here hopefully by end of week, maybe tomorrow, uh, if not early next week. I think it shipped out on Monday from where he's at. But super excited to just kind of get something new. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to filming some new material with it. But I did, uh, shortly after the news came out, I did film my first official non-sponsored video since uh, leaving the team. And it's done really well on Instagram. Um, it's done really well on YouTube. So it's really nice to know that like it's like, you know, the audience is still there regardless and they're and they're super supportive. And even when William put up the post that the company was was going under and that it was going to be no more, the outcry of support for like the like the um, condolences essentially for the company was amazing. It, the, the post wasn't a reel or anything, but I got like well over like 100 likes and tons of engagement lots of people sending really kind words to william so you know william guy you know if you happen to listen to this episode man i love you thank you for everything that you did with throwing sideways it was such a pleasure to work with you on that team uh it's sad that you know things had to come to an end but you know when one door closes another one tends to open so i'm really looking forward to seeing where um the rest of my yo-yo career kind of takes me uh i'm not stopping by any means and i look forward to cranking out more content, new tricks, and trying out some new yo-yos and maybe re- revisiting some old favorites. Um, so moving on from there, um, me and my wife love just finding cool new shows to binge and watch in our free time. Usually like a way to un- unwind after eating dinner, after working. And we were big fans of the Great British Bake Off. Um, my, my family origin is from England originally. So there's, you know, there's a little bit of like relation there, but we were perusing HBO max one night after finishing an episode of the new season of Westworld, which just came to a conclusion. I was, I was a little like 
unsatisfied on how this season ended, but it felt good nonetheless. But anyway, so we found this new show. It's called The Great Pottery Throwdown. It's essentially Great British Bake Off, but with ceramics and like pottery wheels and things. Um, it's so great. I love like the English style of banter. Um, I love seeing all the different types of individuals that because England is such a small place, but has so much culture. Um, you know, town to town, there can be different dialects. So like it's super cool to watch. Um, I have I'm like a, a class short of like a minor in ceramics uh, for my art school degree. Um, so there's some, there's something really like uh, close to heart when I see this show. And, and it makes me th- think that maybe one day I'd love to have my own pottery studio. Um, so as far as TV, that's kind of where we're at right now. I think there's like six seasons on HBO Max. So there's tons of it to watch. Um so a little while ago, I joined my office's like fun committee, um, you know, changing, uh, shifting uh, scenes here a little bit. But um, because I just like being able to make the place I work as fun as possible because mm-hmm. it can't always be work constantly. And I happened to mention to this HR lady that was a part of her name's Kira uh, 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 of just she's like the head of the committee. I happened to mention to her that. I really love D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. I was actually just wrapping up a, a a campaign that I was DMing for. And she happened to mention, she goes, you know, she's like, there's a couple other people here that actually I think have mentioned to me they like D&D. So I don't know, more to come. And this past week on Monday, I got a random ping on, on Microsoft Teams that we use. And she goes, hey, what's up? Um, just found out that so-and-so and so-and-so are really interested in D&D as well. And uh, Jake from IT is willing to do is willing to DM a campaign. Um, and so this September we'll be announcing an after work, after hours D&D club that will hopefully be able to bring in enough people to get a real campaign going. And she goes, and guess what? I'm playing, too. It'll be my first time. I'm so excited, oh, man. And I was like, whoa, this is going to be wild. I'm super I'm super down for it. And I said, yes, absolutely. Count me in. I'm there. I'll bring lots of dice um and stuff like that uh and the other thing i wanted to mention about you know life going on is now that we are establishing humble the humble threads as a humble threads network that we are now uh, the humble threads podcast is a podcast underneath this network um like i mentioned last episode my wife and i uh carolyn have started our own podcast that is now underneath this umbrella of the humble threads network and it's called party hats and we will have a brand new episode out uh, brand new episode out this week probably the i think the same day this episode drops so once you listen to us hanging out with us checking out what we got going on today in the humble threads podcast go out go over there to spotify or anchor fm and check out party hats episode two it's all about that bubbly adult beverage beer but that's enough for me what's going on in the world of graves Woo, guys look like we've got some real spice this week with stuff but um for me, man, not like there's there's a couple of stuff coming up, but you know, as being an adult with a child and friends, and now we're at what twenty? I'm twenty seven, about to be twenty eight, which is crazy to say. Um, we and me and Ashley were like, you know, she of course went on vacation this summer. Ashley always has to go on vacation or something. That's just who she is. Um, she gets like uh, her life battery recharged doing that. This summer, I said, you know, 
I'm not going to go on vacation. I kind of want to pay some stuff off. I want to be able to, you know, get some things together. We just had our son. I want to make sure, like, he's at home. He's doing what, you know, we're getting him together and doing everything instead of ripping and running all over the place. So we started vacation planning uh, for next year. We're going to be going on a cruise next May um, with my homie CJ. Uh, I forget where we're going. It's a seven-day cruise, though. I thought, you know, this we do love cruises, and I just love that everything's on there. You got food and everything. It's all paid for. It's pretty much an all-inclusive, like, hotel, pretty much, on the water. But we're going to be doing a whole bunch of different things with that. So I'm really excited to do that. There's a cigar lounge. I've never had a cigar. I keep saying I was going to have one um, when we had our first child. Didn't do it. Uh, I said I was going to have one at my engagement party. Didn't do it. I was like, man, maybe I'll have one on my wedding night. Still, I, that's not that's to come. That's two years from now. But I was like, I need to have some one beforehand because I really want to try one. Yeah. Wait, you've never had a cigar? Never had ever? a cigar ever. I don't like the question is, do you? It's not the same, but do you mind a cigarette? I've had one once or twice before, and I don't mind it. Uh, maybe that's because my dad smoked around us. So okay, have but, you ever had an unfiltered cigarette? No. But I have smelled a okay. cigar, but that was when I was like eight, and I said, yo, this thing's stanky. But yeah, I'm older they're, they're, now, so it's I It's a like, serious Man. commitment on a cigar because they don't, they do not, it's not like, you're, it's not like a black and mild, mm-hmm. like a cigar you're like sitting on for a little while. You know, I'm, I'm always down to try new things. Um, So, uh, you know, I said maybe, maybe we'll try it on the boat. It, it would be fun to have like a guy's night where we all, you know, have like a, a suit on. Maybe like just the suit jacket, pants, and a shirt unbuttoned, and like we go to the cigar lounge or something. I don't know. So I said maybe we'll do that. There's a bunch of different things there. So um, definitely a reward for myself for you know I got Ashley's ring paid off. I got my car payment down a lot. Uh, there's only a little bit left on that. Um, downside is now we're paying for that, so money's going to that instead of to use this other stuff. But we got that going on. We're going to Irish Weekend in September, which we always do um, down in Wildwood. So we got to get ready for that. Then we're saving for the wedding, but couple things we're planning uh caden uh, well as, as you guys are listening to this it'll probably it'll be out tomorrow morning but today is caden's uh seven months of being on this earth so uh, i said you know he, he's he's gotten it down we got the formula he knows how to go potty he knows what you know whatever he needs to do nap goes to bed all through the whole night so he's got it together he's asleep right now actually i'm watching him but so now's our time, like, if we want to go do some stuff and, and continue living our lives, even though we're parents, I always said, like, I don't want to be the parents where it's like, oh, we can't do this because we have a child. We have more than enough people. Her sister lives down the street. My mom lives down the street, fortunately, which is crazy that she moved up here with me pretty much. Uh, her mom also lives nearby. So we always have a babysitter. And I always wanted him to be babysat by someone so he doesn't get, you know, too attached where we can't leave him. And then he throws a fit. Um, he's always uh, welcomed by them and loved by them. So, you know. But uh, speaking about weddings, it is wedding season, dear Lord. I love you all for any friends who are listening to our podcast, but holy crap, y'all. Holy crap. Um, We got one coming up the 4th and then one on the 9th. That is the week of my birthday. I told Ash, forget about maybe throwing a party. I don't. I, I kind of want to have like something small where Mike comes over and my friends come over and we hang out. But we're going to two weddings, free drinks, food. It's like a week apart. So I was like, that's enough for me. I, I could celebrate there, especially as getting older. I don't have to make this a whole extravaganza thing. Um, we're just getting older. It is what it is. It's a birthday. But we got that. Then we got another one in November. And I, I'm pretty sure that might be it. So we have three coming up in the span. No, it's four. We have two in September, one in October, one in November. 
So we have four weddings we're going to. Um, I'm, I'm going by the Steve Harvey trick. If you guys have listened to that, I think it's like been a viral meme where it's like you have four different or five different types of suits. You have a gray one, a blue one, a black one. And like, so uh, right now I have a black, gray and blue one, I believe like a navy blue. So I was like, maybe I'll go out to Kohl's because Kohl's guys, if you haven't been there, Kohl's, if you want to sponsor us, please do. Um, they got like suit jackets and pants that you could buy separately and make your own suit instead of going to men's warehouse. Cause the first suit I bought was my gray one went to men's warehouse and golly, I think that was like three fifty, and that was on sale. So it was crazy, but we're getting that together, trying to find outfits, you know, babysitters, everything else, but it'll, it'll be a nice fun break for us. Um, we haven't done much this summer, um, besides, you know, working hard and getting stuff together for ourselves, but you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you all up to date. It'll be a lot to talk about and have stuff for the podcast. But other than that, man, guys, we're we're getting into the tough. Like I, I always say, there's yin and yang, and me and Mike always talk about the universe and everything else. Like that. there's always a lot of good, and then there's a lot of bad. Like a lot of good has happened where I moved to the basement, got everything together, and whatnot. Um, this week was a little rough. My OneDrive at work wasn't working. Which, if you know what OneDrive is, that's how you transfer all your documents from you know people to people from your home computer to the other computer took me forever to get that done yesterday. Um, and then we had some issues with projects because uh, we lost uh, one of my coworkers, which is my friend. She moved to a different uh, job, which is okay. So we just hired someone new. And then on top of that, yesterday, this is big storm coming through. I'm hearing the thunder. I hear water hitting like floor. And I said, huh, maybe, you know, it's outside on our outside deck uh, in the basement. And I was like, nah, that's, that sounds like it's inside. So I go over to our sliding deck door, I look up at the top of the sliding deck door inside, it's leaking down and it's hitting the floor. Like it's an aggressive leak. And I was like, all right, at least it's on the deck door. But I said, how does that even happen? <sighs> the curse of our contractor, y'all. I don't think he sealed the door with caulk. I don't think he really sealed it. I think he set it in and didn't really seal it. On top of that, our deck is pretty old. Uh, no one took care of it for a year because his house was foreclosed. So pretty soon I will have to tackle that eventually and try and keep this deck up to speed and make sure it's, it's treated and everything else like that to keep it thriving, to keep it living. So that way we don't have to, you know, pay for a new one in two years. But I can't really give you all a visual on how it's leaking. Just know it's leaking. Um, there's two pieces of wood outside and there's a piece of wood that's moving away from the concrete. And that's what's kind of keeping the deck where it's at. P- kind of. But there's also a gap upstairs on the deck from the deck to the other glass door it's I, it's hard guys bear with me though but i think that's what happened i think it was raining so hard the water was going in through that and down but instead of going down and out it was going down and in uh so we got to talk to our handy dandy man billy even though he's leaving home depot soon but i said bill what do you think i want to get some caulk and there's some like water resistance stuff i can get because it happened to my neighbor not too long ago and he was like yo get some wood putty put wood putty around it. So I'm going to get some wood putty, put it around it and make sure it stays. And that way it goes in that crack. So that way, if there's any other type of leakage that goes in there, if it gets in there, it has to go somewhere else. It won't go inside after I caulk it and everything. But I'm like, yo man, this house is really testing my dad's skills. I'm going to give you, I told Ash, if I get this done, you can't ever doubt my dad's skills or handyman skills again. I can't. Um, I wish you guys could see it because clearly Mike can see it, but we're a little ghetto in the basement. I took out some ceiling tiles. I have to replace the ceiling tiles. I got to paint this canary yellow wall, hopefully soon. I always want stuff done now, but it takes time. So hopefully we'll get that done soon. But um, I also want to do some update on streaming. 
for you guys. Uh, been stream. I guess when did I announce that? You. I've been streaming on YouTube maybe for two two weeks to three weeks now maybe. Um, and it was it was it's interesting. It's very interesting, and I I I had to take a step back because me uh billy and our friend kev went into it and kev likes to stream a lot like he's always been like that on twitch and everything else like that he's single he can do everything else like that i can't do that um that's one thing i noticed but when i look at kev streaming i'm like man i wish i could stream like you get there's this urge that we that we were built with when we went to sh uh on twitch where it was like you have to stream you have to stream you have to stream four days a week three days a week four like you have to stream i stream two days a week let people come see it. I have 76 followers now, which is amazing. Um, but I was like, hold on, Dave. You, you don't have to be like him. You do, This isn't Twitch. Relax. Like, we can make some shorts. We can make some short videos out of the, the videos you recorded and download them, edit them, and everything else like that, which I need to do tonight. Um, and I was like, just relax. Like, it's not Twitch. And I started getting that feeling again where I was feeling overwhelmed and why I left Twitch. And I was like, all right, chill out. We're going to make these videos. We got today, tomorrow, the whole weekend, whatever, Monday. Um, I promised myself I'm only streaming when Ashley works. Uh, and, if, and, and if it be it may, if it can fit in, it'll be two nights. If it can be a third night, then I'll do that. But I said, you know, this feels a lot better. And I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder where it's like I'm catering to people who want to see the games and everything else like that. Not like we want to be famous and have a lot of money. It'd be nice. But I really do it because I like making content, like making people laugh, have fun and everything else like that. But. I noticed everyone has their own ways of streaming and making content and certain people will make it a different way. Kev might make it from streaming. He also, he's a designer too. So he knows how to edit videos and everything else like that, but he likes streaming me. I noticed I do like streaming because I get to interact with the, the fans and the subscribers or wh whatever you want to call you guys. But, um, the graveyard is like, I like to call the community. I get to interact with you guys and that makes me keep going, seeing the views and everything else like that. But, I noticed I do want to do a lot more VOD content, um, which which will lead into like my next thing what I'm talking about on this list too. But I want to be able to do like a Spider-Man playthrough, and then you guys watch that. I see the comments and everything else like that. And it might not be live, but I still get that drive of like I made this, I edited it, it's funny. We're playing this and everything else like that, and it also lets me play some story games. When we were on Twitch. There was no room for story games. It was literally like we were grinding multiplayer games, certain things like that, like Mike can relate, Dead by Daylight, things like that. And once you cater to a certain audience, it's like you can't really step outside that box because that audience might not come back. With YouTube, you can throw that fishing line out there. It might not catch any bites, but it's out there now. So who knows? Maybe three months from now, someone will find it, send it to their friends, and be like, yo, this dude played Spider-Man. Like, that's crazy. Like, he played Spider-Man on PC, and he was really cool, and I could relate to him. He knew a lot about comics. I don't know. But it's been fun. Um, I've been having fun on YouTube. I, I streamed yesterday and the day before. Uh, we did Call of Duty Warzone. <sighs> no comment. We played Multiverses. Multiverse has been a lot of fun. I do miss fighting games, and I think like I, I want to dive further back in there. The fighting game community is very sporadic as far as their audience and how you can bring people in. Um, one of the biggest fighting game dudes that I know is Maximilian Dude. He's on Twitch, and he does like a whole big thing. But guys, like I said, I'm, I'm King Graves Gaming on YouTube. Whether you're 60 years old or you're 8, you can come on over and watch some stuff. We probably will have some more stuff coming up very soon. Like I said, Spider-Man's out. There's other games that are out. Um, more than welcome to watch them. I usually don't think of it as watching a game. I think of it as like you guys are watching a movie. You're watching a movie with someone sitting beside you commenting on it a little bit or making some funny jokes or whatever else like that. But that's been fun. 
Uh, I spelled that completely wrong on the list, but Party Central this weekend. We are having an unnecessary amount of parties. If you guys know this, I've said this before. My fiance, her family just loves being around each other and partying and uh, not partying like drinking and, and blacking out, but just like party. Um, I, I guess it's a stark trash for me because I'm the youngest. So a lot of my family members are either dead or, or they moved. Um, and I've come to terms with that when I was younger anyway. So like I would see him a lot, but now I don't. She's the middle child, so she's going to see them a lot. Once her younger sister gets to, like, maybe 23, 24, that's not going to be happening a lot. Um, so we got, I hate to even say this, but for you dog people out there, you'll probably enjoy it. We got Ashley's mom's dog's birthday party tomorrow, and she's taking Coda, and they're going to go, like, party it up. Why, I don't know. And she was like, yeah, I got to take Caden. I said, you don't have to take Caden. I'll take Caden. I'm not going to that dog party. One, I'm not cool with Coda right now. Me and her are cool. We won't talk about that, too. And, two, I just watched her mom's dog, and I'm good. I'm good. I'm good for watching dogs anymore or being around a lot of dogs. I'm okay. Um, I barely want Coda. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I love her to death, but holy, that, that dog tests me. So that's happening. Uh, Saturday, we got Ash's little sister's going away party because she's going to college. We just threw her a graduation party. Why we need to throw her a going away party, too, I don't know, but that's on them. Uh, I love Bri, so, you know, I do a lot for Bri. That's my homie. So we're going to be doing that. And then Sunday, my dad's taking us out for me and my brother's birthday. Um, me and my brother celebrate our birthdays together because it's like a week apart. Uh, his is August 31st, mine's September 7th, so, like, why not? Uh, so we're going to be going out for, for dinner. And my dad, uh, which is funny, he called me and kind of, like, my dad's, like, 70, like, pushing 70, or he's he's in his 70s or something like that, but... I don't know if he had a coming of age moment or like, you know, he's getting older and he had that moment, but he called me and my brother. He like apologized for not being around a lot, apologized for a lot of stuff when we were younger because then when my parents got divorced and everything else like that. And me and my brother just kind of laughed because we've already come to terms with that. We don't care. Like we just accept him how he is. Like if you're a bad dad or good, like whatever, but like you're our dad at the end, the end of the day, like it is what it is. So it, it was just funny. And he was just like, you know, I want to do more dinners and like and, and knowing you guys as men, like I, I got to know you a little bit as kids, but I want to get to know you guys as men, which I understood. I said, I got it. I get you. So we're going to be going out Sunday, um, having having some dinner and we'll, and we'll see how it goes. I don't know how it's going to go, y'all. Um, I hope there's not deep conversations because I love my dad. I don't think he listens to this podcast, nor does he know how to get to the podcasting app. But I know my me and my brother are a little harsh. And not harsh in the terms of, like, mean. We're just harsh in the terms of, like, telling it how it is. Um, like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if my brother's going to be like, hey, you were a bad dad, but you're here. Like, it is what it is. But that's not harsh to me because it's like, it's the truth. Then you need to hear it. But you're here now. So it is what it is. So we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you all up to date. But it's going to be funny. It's going to be a funny time. Um, and like I said, Coda. We watched uh, Ashley's mom's dog, and then seeing Coda, I was like, wow, she's not that bad of a dog. And I guess she just saw how bad that dog was when she was around, kind of. And not bad in the terms of, like, biting people and everything else like that. She just needs some more training, which is fine. A lot of dogs need training here and there. She's still very young. Uh, so Coda was a saint for, like, a month and then went back to her old ways. Come downstairs, poop on the floor. There's poop on the kitchen floor. We went out five times yesterday or the day before we went out five times to go to the potty she did her thing five times which is cool peed pooped twice we're good i said co i'm done bro 
Like I said, I'm be honest, I, I'm not even the one who brought you into this house. Like Ashley brought you into this house. You're her dog. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even the one who really loves you. She loves you. But I'm done. I said, like, we're done. Like, I, we keep going through this. Don't worry about anything. Just sleep in the crate. Don't worry about laying on the couch. Just sleep in the crate. We'll go out. We'll do whatever. That's it. Like, I'm done giving you chances. And the sad part is, y'all, like, I gave her a pep talk the night before. I gave her some love. I said, listen, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Petting her. I gave her some kisses. I said, listen, you can sleep on the couch. Just behave. I don't care what you do. Just behave. And she looks at me. And she knows what I'm saying. I know she knows what I'm saying. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then poop on the floor the next day. I said, yo. So I, I'm starting to realize me and her dynamic is I've always been the person of authority to her. So I think when I ease up and I try and give too much affection, I think she thinks she can start to do whatever she wants. And I think that's like the pack hierarchy of like, I need to check her. Or if I don't check her, she's just going to be like, I'm going to poop. I'm going to go jump on the couch. I'm going to go rip pillows up. Like, I think that's what it is. So I don't know, y'all crazy times um i love mike's dogs though great dogs so i don't know mike i, I don't know if you have any input on that but i i don't really have any input but like that dog <laughs> like dogs are smart right mm-hmm. so like they say like most dogs of a certain like as once they reach a certain age they're like mm-hmm. they have like the intelligence of like a three or a four year old oh she's smart and like so like the fact that like you had taken her out all day she had already done her business outside and then just kind of just leaves you that in the middle of the kitchen. Yep. Like, yep. like that was, that was like, like she meant war with that one. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, like there, maybe you didn't give her an extra treat or her toys missing. I just, or, she didn't see her friends, I think. Cause her one friend wasn't home. The, yeah. The German shepherd. And I said, we'll, we'll, we'll go for spite. a walk. Yeah, There's was, some spite in I that. tried to fit. Yeah. I was like, we'll go for a walk and you can sleep on the couch. I don't care. That's, you know, like most dogs typically won't like do that in Bro, their, like she's almost in two. their space. Yeah. So clearly she doesn't like, yeah, that that was some disrespect right there. Bro, and I, I look know. at her in the crate. Look, this tail tucked, head all low. I said, you know, like, oh, it was it was crazy. I told yeah. Ash, I said that's your dog. I don't want to own another dog. I love I love y'all dog owners and and I love dogs. I just don't want to own one. Um, I'm good after her. And now she and I remember me and Ashley had that conversation. She was like, well, what if you're in on the process? I said, I don't care. I'm done. Or if anything, it'll be a rescue. I don't like the puppy phase. I'm sorry. As much people love puppies, I don't want to be in a puppy phase raising a puppy. I'll come see the puppy. I don't want to raise a puppy. Like It's just a whole different situation. But I'm good. I am good. <laughs> Other than that, man, um, hol- uh, I wanted to talk about like Halloween stuff. Um, I've talked to Mike about it. We're going to be doing a lot of like Halloween stuff, Halloween uh, games and stuff like that. So... Come on into the King Graves Gaming. Come check that out. If Mike comes back, come check out Mike's channel. We'll see. I don't know. I'm 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 on the edge with y'all. I'm just as much anticipating this as you guys. Um, but we're gonna be doing a lot of Halloween stuff this year. I, I made it a point to do that, whether it be haunted houses, etc. Uh, we'll be doing some fun stuff. I think it would be funny to have like a GoPro and going through a Halloween house and like putting that on YouTube or something. But uh, my plan, I'll tell you about those plans. My plan is I want to do a Dead Space walkthrough. I've always wanted to play that game. I played it when I was like in high school and almost pooped my pants. So I didn't ever play it again. But I want to do that. Uh, Hunt Showdown is always a fun game that I want to get into. Me and Mike. Mike said this game. It's called the Blackout something, kids. Blackout, Blackout Club. Club. That's what it is. We're going to be playing that. Um, Ash Evil Dead we want to play that so it's going to be a lot of fun Halloween stuff if you guys are into spooky stuff or into that type of thing like I said it's like a movie come on in your boy will be playing it um, and, and that's about it I mean other than that like I, I had one thing where like games updating like we, we're getting Call of Duty in October 
Some of you don't care, which is fine. Um, we'll see how it goes. Warzone is coming out November 15th. The DMZ mode might be coming out when it launches. So if that pops off, who knows? Some people might want to play that. Harry Potter got pushed back. I'm just as upset as the rest of you. It's pushed back to like February or something. I don't know. I was really hyped for, to play that in December, but it is what it is. So no games in the holiday season, really, which is weird. Very weird. This is where you make your money. So maybe something will sneak through the pipeline and pop up and It'll be the next Fortnite, but who knows? Um, I don't. But other than that, guys, that that's what's been going on in our lives. We're going to hit this quick ad break, and then we'll be back with some stuff. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is David from the Humble Threads Podcast. You guys might be wondering, how can I help support the Humble Boys? Well, if you go on Teespring right now and type in the Humble Threads Podcast, you may be able to look up some shirts and find what we got. Mike, why don't you tell them how they can find some of this? Oh, my goodness. There's so much on there. We have T-shirts. We got hoodies. Uh, we got, what else? We have? we have mugs, we have pint glasses, uh, so many options available on the, on the Humble Threads Teespring merch store. Uh, you know, it's, it's literally at the moment, the greatest way to help support the show. And we would love to see some pictures of you out there rocking our material, rocking our logo. Send us some pictures on the pod Humble, uh, Twitter, if you will. But Teespring, Humble Threads merch. Get it. Yeah, guys. So definitely go on there. Once again, check out Humble Threads on Teespring. We have everything on there. That is the greatest way to support us. The more orders we get, who knows? We'll be able to get our own domain name and do more giveaways in the future. We really appreciate you guys and hope you get to check out the store and find something you like, whether it's a t-shirt or glass or whatever. Thanks for shopping, guys. Go check it out. Welcome back, everyone, to the show, to the meat and potatoes of the episode. Mm -hmm. uh, the main topic of today is, you know, whether you are, you know, just starting out, maybe you're five or six years old, or or you're already, you know, drinking age and enjoying <laughs> the life of a, you know, maybe you're a frat, frat brother or okay. sorority sister or doing something in the college world. Mm -hmm. Most of us, nearly all of us that have existed here in the United States, at least, have attended school at one age or another and um you know we we love video games and it's always like this concept of leveling up the character we love D, D. always like what are we doing next where are we going uh so we wanted to take a moment and talk a little bit about kind of like our individual journeys through kind of like the elementary years middle school to high school to college we're not going to you know talk sagas here but we're going to kind of like yeah. touch on some things mm -hmm. maybe there's a, maybe there's some nuggets of advice we can pull out of the ethos of our mm -hmm. brains rolodex mm -hmm. um and just kind of see where we go so we want to start out with like memories and things from our elementary school mm -hmm. era so david um well, I'll toss to you first, and then all we'll right, just kind right. of ping pong back or back around. Yeah, y'all, we're, we're like Mike said, we're kind of just getting into this, and maybe like if there's any anxiety for anyone who has like you know your first day, maybe you're listening to us in between classes or periods, and we're easing into it. But man, elementary school, elementary school is a funny time only because I went to two. Um, I always think that's like a, the interesting experience because usually you go through one school, like did the, the school chain all at once. But I went to Starkweather. Um, because me and my mom lived with my uncle for a bit. And I made a lot of friends there. Um, you know, I had this one friend named Brandon. I still know him to this day. He was kind of the school bully, which is hilarious. And I was kind of friends with him with that. And then 
um, I had like some other friend named Julia and everything, but knowing them and then going to that school and then, you know, being able to make friends and everything else like that was fun. Um, I, I honestly really liked elementary school only for the simple fact that, you know, there was always things planned, arts and crafts. Uh, that's why I'm an artist now. Holiday things were always, you know, thrown around that time and um, playground and everything else like that. And then we had a, a very stark change, but I was in karate in elementary school. So I had my one friend named Ed, um, who I knew. How we became friends, I don't know. But uh, I still know him to this day, too. So... Uh, we moved from my uncle's and we moved to Westchester. We were right outside of Westchester, but now we're in Westchester. And we move and I go to Hillsdale. So that was a big change for me. Weird time, though, and weird timing. Um, my friend Ed went there with me. And I remember sitting in fourth grade. This, this is how easy it is to make friends, people, if you're in elementary school. But um, I sat, I was in the class, and there was a kid sitting behind me. And he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, yo, my name's Chris. And I said, yo, my name's David. Like, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think, like, maybe a two week or two goes by. I'm riding my bike outside, riding up the hill, and I see Chris. I was like, Chris? I was like, yo. And he was like, David? And I was like, yo. Like, we were talking everything. And then my mom comes out of nowhere and goes, Kathy? And she was, and Chris's mom was like, Virginia? And I was like, what? And she was like, David, that's your cousin if you didn't know about it. I said, what? So, you know, moving from one school to another gave me an opportunity to make new friends and understand new things. If I stayed at Starkweather, I might have never known um, who Chris was, maybe I would have, but, um, like his aunt was married to my uncle and then like this whole other thing, but it was, it was pretty cool. Like seeing that and then having Ed and then growing from outside of that and then meeting people in elementary school. Um, some people are afraid of change and, and that's why, you know, this is a fun thing to talk about. I always think sometimes change can be good. Um, I met new people and, and probably had a different relationship with people that I would have had if I didn't go there. Uh, if I stay at Starkweather, don't know. I had tons of friends in elementary school, though. My, like Malcolm, my friend Doug, my friend Malcolm Marquise. I went to pre-K with them. It was it was a crazy time. So I, I would say my number one advice with elementary school is learning change at a young age isn't a bad thing, um, whether it be hard or an easy transition. It 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 helps you get ready for life as as you get older and things are happening. Mike, how was your elementary school days, man? That's pretty much just the, the soft point of mine. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm a couple. I, I got a couple of years on David, so uh, <laughs> definitely some maybe cultural differences in terms of like what we were experiencing at the time. Uh, thinking back to elementary school, I went to a place called Beaumont, and so I existed in a time when before like the carton milk was a thing. Oh shoot! And one of the biggest things I remember from elementary school is that my school had these like plastic bag milks and like honestly i'll have to send david a picture just to make make it make any sense we gotta put that on but it like like literally imagine like this and the it it wasn't even like a water balloon because it was a square pillow of 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 milk inside of like a like almost like a ziploc bag but it didn't have a it was like sealed all the way around and you would just have to like grab a straw and just hope for the best and stab it. That sounds like an IED, Mike. No, like it, it kind that, of like is that was like it if looked I can like imagine a, it. Is that what it kind of looks like, like an IV? No, it kind, honestly, in re, in retrospect, it kind of looked like a square <laughs> like breast implant. Oh god! Uh, I'm, I kid you not. I'll I'll have to find it on on like Google searches uh, to prove that I'm not crazy. But like, yeah, they had these like bagged milk at lunch, and you could either get chocolate or, or plain. Everyone got chocolate, of course. Um, and then what was cool, though, was once you finished the milk, you could then blow the bag back up with the straw. 
and then like uh, like smack it with your fist and shoot the straw across the room, kind of like a Capri Sun in a way, um, it, like that like a pouch drink if, in in some way, shape, I don't or form. Feel like but I remember this? I don't know why. I feel like but I this, but this was like yeah, core memory, man. I was uh, this is a long time ago at this point for me, but <laughs> I remember they just had these bagged milks, right? Uh, but for me, elementary school was a, was a lot about like there was some like really big like fads that came through my elementary school that like really um, caught me a lot. Like first, I think the first fad I can remember being a part of was the Crazy Bones or Go Go's, oh, which were these yeah. little tiny plastic figures that people were like like bartering with and stealing and playing games with and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it became a big problem, and my school actually eventually like sent out like a newsletter home that said like Crazy Bones Go Go's have graduated from Beaumont Elementary. They're not allowed back, wow. uh, which was hilarious. I actually got a whole bunch of mine stolen, um, which sucked. But some kids stole a whole like gallon Ziploc bag of them from me, and then took them home that night and wrote his initials in a sharpie on all of them, so that when he so when I tried to accuse him of stealing, he's like, look, my initials are on them. And I was like, damn, ain't nobody going to listen to me. Um, Yeah, damn. But uh, so I remember that one came through. I remember yo-yos came through, like the original like Omega Fireball and like the Dunkin' Butterfly. Um, There was this big craze of just trying to – back then, yo-yos didn't have like what they do now. And so you really couldn't do much with them. It was like who could sleep at the longest or who could walk the dog all the way down the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, basic stuff. But – I uh, remember that, and I also remember that in elementary school was that was when I first got into skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I was terrible, and it took a very long time for me to get good at skateboarding. But I remember my friends were much better than me, and and uh, but it was really just where the interest came in because back then was when the first like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what year that was, but um, it was around that era of me being in elementary school when that first came out. So we all were kind of like hooked on it. We had tech decks um, and, you know, we were always like throwing those up and down like Mm -hmm. the railings of the stairwells and and on books and on our desks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like advice that I have for people or any kids going into elementary school is like just, you know, be friendly. Um, Don't be afraid to be original Mm -hmm. because like there are. Like ever, everyone's just everyone in that age just wants a friend, mm-hmm. and it's very and it's very hard to like, um, for some people to to make those friends because a lot of people are shy. Sometimes right? you gotta so, tap them on the shoulder, be like, Yo. yeah, right. Sometimes, you, sometimes <laughs> if like if you want to be someone's friend and you're just trying to meet them, maybe it's day one. Just be the person that kind of walks up and says, "Hey, what's up?" Like, mm-hmm. I like your shoes or something. Like, find something to compliment the person that you want to be friends with when you're when you're that young because it's easy to make connections i guess mm-hmm. in hindsight mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know elementary school little little bag i'll never forget these bag milks uh like it's so weird to think about in hindsight and i bet i'll have a hard time actually finding it on google but i'm going to send david a picture of this uh, he can do with what he wants he wants to post it on social media he oh, we're can. posting it we're, we're gonna be on like media. and we'll put it on instagram or something like do you, does anyone even remember this existing or, or is something? it gonna be like the mandala effect or whatever it's called where it never existed in like oh something. man no it had to have existed <laughs> uh, i would go nuts if it didn't but, um, um the only other thing i can remember about elementary school is i was obsessed with bologna sandwiches oh, God. um yeah i don't know why poor choice it was either a ma- it was either a peanut butter and jelly sandwich i would have or uh, bologna sandwich uh, and like it i i don't 
I don't understand why my previous self did that, but that's just kind of how it was. I can just remember going to the lunch line and saying, what would you like today? And I'll say, bologna sandwich. Um, <laughs> well, <y'all. laughs> I don't know. Uh, elementary school is a bologna sandwich is the metaphor we're going to go with for that. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to middle school. David, talk to me about middle school. Yeah, man. I, uh, I like I said, I switched schools, so I met Chris, um, and I was still friends with Ed and like all these other guys. We had like a really interesting core group of friends. Like going into middle school was was always interesting for us. Uh, Chris had an older brother who wasn't too much older than him. I think like a year or two older. So we had always had someone to like you know welcome us into it and everything. They hated each other, but that's okay. My brother's eight years older than me, so I didn't really uh, interact with him that much. He was in high school at that time, so it is what it is. But middle school was interesting. We went to uh, Pierce Middle School. I thought I always called Pierce Middle School a penitentiary because you could stand in the middle. And you could see down every hallway of like where, because it would be like sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. That's how they split us up. And you can see down the hallways. Um, middle school was like, I don't know, it was a real mixture of like a coming of age to like still being a child moment. Um, like a lot of people even agree now, like a lot of kids move fast. And I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of kids were, you know, engaging in some physical activities with other kids uh, when we were like getting into seventh and eighth grade, which, you know, was weird to me. Um, was I into girls? You, you, you darn skippy. I was into some girls, but I feel like middle school is, was our peak, like video game year, because I feel like video games were starting to get more mainstream. That's when we got like the first Xbox, like the black Xbox. And then we had like PlayStation. I think it was either PlayStation two or PlayStation three was on the cusp. I, I can't remember fully, but we only played Xbox. It was Xbox and Xbox 360, but Middle school was like the prime nerd days, y'all. Like it, it, we had a whole group of friends. It was a big group of guys from every different like clique. We had like a lot of jocks, a lot of nerds, a lot of whatever. Um, those weekends were spent playing like Halo and meeting new people playing Halo and custom games and everything else like that. And Medal of Honor. Uh, I don't think Call of Duty was out just yet, but we played a lot of Halo. Um, but middle school kind of taught me how to become my own person. I was also fairly... Uh, heavyweight during that time so i wasn't like pulling any attraction of any type of girls or anything i was friends with a lot of people but um it was, it was more or less adventuring for me and trying to figure out who i was i loved comics i loved video games i loved all that stuff i made a lot of different friends in different friend groups i, I tried to be a personable person uh, i never liked to stick to one uh, click i also ran in again to uh someone that i knew previous i went to uh pre-k with this uh kid called cam uh, his full name is cameras williams cam if you're out there listening uh i once again in middle school i'm in the hallway all i hear is david and i was like cam me and cam were like best friends in pre-k he moved to new york and then he came back but i remember his mom i'll never forget his mom was on the Chuck E. trees machine where the light goes around and she would hit it on the red light every time and get like a thousand tickets it was crazy um but i got to meet him so that was rekindling a new flame with an old friend um and like I said, there was me and Chris, me and Ed. Uh, there was a lot of people. Mark, uh, Evan. There was so many people that we were friends with. It was so weird that this, like, mosh pit of group of guys got together. Uh, so I want to say in middle school, that taught me a lot of as far as, you know, as long as you are who you are and you're true to who you are, you're always going to pull people from different types of walks of life. You know, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, they're nerds, they're jocks, they're rich, they're poor, whatever it was. We didn't care. We were playing either Halo playing games outside we'd be riding our bikes into town playing or like hanging out with everybody um and honestly i'm gonna be real 
that's really how like a lot of girls hung out with us is because we were real like we were we weren't trying to put on a front be like yo i'm a cool kid I, you know i've been to juvie or i've been to whatever like all this other stuff Nah, it was like we were who we were we like to have fun and a lot of people like to be around us um so as far as teaching and that it's just it taught me to be who i am i, I shouldn't be anybody who i'm not and everyone's gonna like me for who I am. If you didn't, I didn't care. I still had my core group of friends that we were playing Halo with <laughs> till 3 a.m. on Saturday nights. So that was my middle school experience. Very interesting. Um, I didn't really play any sports in middle school. I broke my arm uh, skateboarding. Actually, I was I was skateboarding at that time. Now that Mike brings it up, I skateboarded a lot with my friends. Sucked at it. Uh, I have big feet. And I wear a size 13 shoe. I think big feet people can't skateboard. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Um, not to be biased. Uh, I broke my arm in football practice, didn't play football, so it was what it was, but fun times. Mike, what about you? How was uh, middle school? Middle school was like a, a roller coaster for me because, like, you know, it was it was around the time where, like, yeah, for sure, like, getting, like, starting to be interested in girls. Um, I definitely, like, friend-zoned myself, like, a million times, oh, like, yeah. trying to be, like, the bet like a good friend to the girl that i thought was cute and then end up just being like oh you're just a friend and it's like damn um definitely had like i guess a first girlfriend some somewhat experience in in middle school but it didn't last very long It, it wasn't really anything serious other than like holding hands um but uh you know yeah high school uh was and i was skateboarding a ton in high school um i actually um broke my arm uh skating uh in high school and, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I, like throughout high school, I did end up getting in with like a, like a rough crowd that I, in hindsight, wish I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think life would have been fairly different for me moving forward had I not, um, been as easily, uh, influenced, I guess, by a, a rough crowd that just kind of led me down a wrong path and, and, and ended up kind of ruining a lot of things socially for me, uh, towards the tail end of my high school career or not high school, middle school career. Uh, one thing I will, again, I'm going to harken back to food. I don't know why, but I got like food on the brain right now. But one thing that like I sticks out a lot to me about like my middle school like cafeteria is they always had like two lines. One line was like the main meal for the day and the other line was like an a la carte line. And like the main meal was always like trash unless it was pizza day. It was trash. Like you just wouldn't get it. Um, it, it was not good. You wouldn't want it. it just sloppy joes. No, no, thank you. Um, but in the a la carte line, they always had these things called pizza sticks and they were like essentially like hot pockets, Mm -hmm. but they were like narrower and about a foot long. And you'd go in there and get like two pizza sticks and a chocolate milk. And you were like, good. Um, and people used to like be like, yo, yo, hook me up with a pizza stick. Who's got some money left on their account? Cause at this point in my middle school, we they didn't ha- they didn't really really want you bringing money to school, so they had like cards. your it was not really a card, it was like a pin number. So like mm-hmm. each oh, kid yeah. had like oh, had like an man. account number, and so like you would your parents or whatever would prepay it, mm-hmm. and then you'd key your number in at the uh, register and then pay and pay for it. And like often they'd be like, "You're out of money." Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd be like, "Oh, right, we'll let you slide this time, but you owe us by tomorrow," mm-hmm. uh, or something like, and you'd run up tabs and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, these pizza sticks. I remember, like, I've never been able to find them anywhere else in the wild. Like, Costco. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they got them. I don't know. But they, like, I'm telling you, they were like foot long, maybe like an inch and a half, two inches thick, just of a hot pocket. Um, and they, I don't. And the thing that always weirded me out it was that they were like heated and ready to go, but net, but the 
the the bag itself was never actually opened. So these things were being like I guess microwaved or something in the bags, and then you'd crack the bag open and then just eat your pizza stick. And I don't know, I don't I didn't think much about it back then, but like, um, you know. And we also used to have this vending machine in the cafeteria that you could totally rig. If you just like held the flap at the bottom open and like a drink would fall, the sensor wouldn't trigger that you actually used the money in the in the thing. So you could just keep clicking drinks and they would just keep falling. Good lord! And then you could and then you could open it and then you just have like this whole banquet of drinks or whatever. Mike's a um, hacker, y'all. Kids used to steal it all the time. Um, but definitely, like uh, middle school was like the first like school dance that I ever went oh, to. I gotta go back. Um, I gotta experienced like my first like yeah. slow dance. Um, the first time I saw like grinding, but like watching little kids like rub up against each other is just such a weird pool of hormones that it's like in hindsight, it's like if I was a chaperone watching that, I'd probably be cracking up in the corner because like nothing's gonna happen. These kids are young, but. But I don't know. These days, things are different. You know, uh, uh, TikToks ruined all, all children of all ages. Um, the internet's not safe. I but like, the, I don't know what they're um, doing now. Go school down. Um, yeah, I don't know. But back then, you know, high school, yeah, like I said, it was a little rough and ready. Uh, I had some pretty rough times. Uh, through, it was the first time I ever got in, like, serious trouble. Like, I got my first, like, det- detention, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, first, something really stupid. I, I didn't really deserve it, but they were just trying to make an example out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it definitely set the set the pace for my my coming high school years, um, just because of like the the tail end of my experience at middle school was kind of like not great, mm-hmm. um, but uh, kind of what David was saying, like how he had a school where like uh, you could see down every corridor to different like age group. Uh, my school didn't really have that, but they did have like a like the eighth graders was like the eighth, like, the oldest you could get in the middle school, mm-hmm. at the one I went to. So like. The eighth grade hallway was always like, ooh, if you're if you were young and you're mm-hmm. walking through the eighth grade hallway, like, um, you always like kind of felt badass. You're like, ooh, I'm I'm walking walking amongst the the older kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if, if I had any advice for people to middle, middle school is like, <sighs> you're so young, but realize that you're old enough to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Realize that these decisions that you're making do have consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you can you can't you know you're not allowed to have certain friends, but just just be aware of how impressionable you are amongst people that maybe don't have your best interests at heart. Agreed. Um, is kind of where I'll I'll leave it there. Yeah, um, definitely poop past some of the stuff on my middle school thing. I'll, I'll definitely hop in on that um, and, and keep it going. But yeah, middle school. I don't think I ever got a lot in trouble, but there was a lot of kids around. Like my me and my friend Ed, like I said. Um, like it, there at this point in middle school, there was two paths at this point, and it was kind of like me and Chris were nerds. Like we would be video games, still talk to girls, everything. Ed, Ed was more or less getting into certain like more dangerous things. Like he, I think I don't know if in middle school, might have been in middle school. I know he went to juvie at one point in time. Um, I don't know if it was for fighting or whatever else like that. You know, so it was. I would hang out with both of them, but I kind of saw which way the the path was traveling. And we lived in an apartment. Ed lived on the third floor. Um, and we're still homies to this day, and we would laugh looking back at stuff. But uh, he had he was starting to get friends with the bad crowd, and then like me and Chris were over there doing our thing. So at that point in time, it was kind of like, which way do I go now? If y'all know my mom personally, if anyone's listening, my mom didn't play, so I was definitely getting my behind whooped if I did something bad. So uh, 
I know me and Ashley have always talked about like would we ever like beat Caden or anything else like that. Uh, my my answer is if it gets to a certain point where that needs to happen, sure, because a lot of the things that kept me out of trouble was thinking about like I'm gonna get a beating if I go home and do this, so I shouldn't do this. Um, whether it was you know my mom doing that or like I, my my brothers would be disappointed in me. That was also another thing, but. Um, it, it kept me out of a lot of trouble with my mom being like firm on me and everything else like that. She talked to me a lot, but it was more or less like if I did something stupid, like if I was with Ed and we were doing something stupid and we got caught, it was a wrap. It was a whole wrap. So it, it was a whole different thing. But yeah, and going to my first school dance, like Mike said, that was interesting. We had like a, we, for some reason, they had some like grease play going on. So it was a grease themed dance. Uh, I remember like begging my mom to help me pick out an outfit. So I think I had to get like, um, which not not for nothing. I don't really remember a lot of black people in Greece, but uh, my mom helped me get like some black dress pants. And I think I got I, I got what it like it wasn't a leather jacket. It was like canvas e like a black canvas. I can't even describe what it was like. Probably like what bombers are made out of right now, kind of. Um, and I wore that because I we weren't getting the leather jacket because it was too expensive. And then I had like a white t shirt on under it. Um, thought we were cool but i remember it was like this whole like it was just a cesspool of kids uh you know seeing grind and everything else like that didn't do a lot of dancing um this one girl i was friends with i guess she took pity upon me and like uh we she slow danced with me which was hilarious um also in middle school i didn't bring this up but i didn't have a cell phone everyone had a cell phone i was still on the home phone so if you called me you was calling the home phone um now i love my mom she was very 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 overprotective and i tell her this to this day where my mom would even pick up the other phone to listen in on the conversations I would be having. Clearly, I would hear it and then hang up. But I was like, you know, she was a little much. Um, her her kids are nerds, so I don't even know why she thought we were getting some crazy stuff. But, you know, like Mike said, there's always a path. And I think middle school, the path starts to divide. Do you want to start getting into some dangerous stuff and, you know, whatever? Or do you want to start, like, you know, kind of going on a path where kids aren't really getting into that and we're, they're kind of going a different way? But who knows? But Mike, high school, man, laid on me. Yo, so high school, high school got better um, because my high school was the, it was the culmination of two separate middle schools coming together. And, you know, so there was, a, there was a bunch of new people that didn't know who you were. There was a bunch of people to just get to know. Of course, you have all the upperclassmen that you didn't know at all either. Um, high school, there's a lot of classes, like extracurricular classes that kind of m- like mesh different age groups in some aspects. So you got to get a little bit of um, connection to older people. My sister was always just older than me so that whenever I was a freshman in a school, she was still a senior position. So like freshman in middle school, she was an eighth grader and freshman in high school, she was a senior. So I always had this um, kind of mesh of ages that I was getting to know and, and, and uh, used to. And, um, so she used to be very good friends with the people that were sophomores when I was a freshman. So even though she left the school, we kind of hung out in a similar friend group because this was around the time that I started actually playing D&D in high school and all of her friends were playing it. She was actually in like the anime club at our high school and all of the anime club kids were mostly sophomores or freshmen. And she was like, like there was only a couple seniors in it. Um, and so they all started inviting her to play Dungeons and Dragons. And eventually she invited me to come with them. So I ended up um, getting this group of friends that were just a year older than I was, but were able to be there with me even after my sister left and her friends left. So like I was always kind of like teetering between like people, like being friends with people in my, my year 
and being friends with the people you're above me. Um, I even ended up having at least two girlfriends that were the year above me. So I ended up going to like four, four or five proms, like my own prom. Cool kid. Let me tell you I went to two. I went to my prom, so my my junior and my senior prom, and then I went to, uh, two, two, yeah, like two or three other proms of the of the people, the girls that were in the like the year above me. Um, but for me, like high school, it was like that was the years that I was when like Halo came out. So like that's kind of like the age, like the difference in generation, you know. Um, because David was still in middle school playing Halo. I was in high school playing Halo. Um, I was playing D&D with these friends that were older, kind of getting to, like, but, you know, really embracing, like, my, like, nerd side and um, kind of pulling away from the groups that kind of did me wrong and set me down the wrong path in middle school to try to, like, kind of reinvent um, myself in a way. It's where I met my best friend in the world. His name's Alec Davis, um, and he's, like, he now lives out in L.A., and uh, he's like he's the best man ever. He was my best man at my wedding. I was his best man. Um, he's um, so we we've been connected ever since. He was like one of the first people from the opposing middle school that really like stuck his neck out for me and said, you know what, like forget all those other people that that are treating you this way. Um, I'm just gonna be your friend because I like you anyway. And so it was it was really nice to kind of be brought into that side of of new people to meet. Um, you know, so through playing D and D through hanging out with my buddy, Alec and, and reinventing myself, I found out that I had a real passion for art, which has set me down this path to eventually go to art school, which was awesome. Um, uh, equally, this was when like, like, I don't know if this like, this is like uh damning or something, but like, I was like a big, like, I don't like, I don't think my generation was like scene kids. But, like, I was definitely, like, an emo kid, which came before Scene. Scene was, like, the generation after. Like, for if I'm the millennial, it's, like, the Gen Zs that was like my, uh, in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was not, quote-unquote, Scene, but I was absolutely an emo kid. Like, I had I had long hair that was swooped across my face. I It was it was back when I started wearing, like, tight band tees and, like, skinny jeans and uh, listening to, like, screamo music I wasn't really like ever like a depressive kid um, during those years too much, but I definitely was like into that whole vibe. Um, it's it's part of the reason why I eventually became a um, a vocalist in a metal band that where I was screaming and singing because it was something that was so deeply rooted in like my I guess my younger identity that I really wanted to eventually uh, see through. Um, I don't know. I don't really have like any food, good food stories Jeez, about high school. Although my high school, my high school cafeteria was lit. They, it was like an a la carte high school cafeteria. Life yo, changing. it was good. Like the fact that I could go in there and just get like a, get a, a plate of French fries. I was like, yo, I can just get French fries. Like that's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I can get mac and cheese. I can get pizza any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Of course, they have a main meal, but I almost never got it. Mm-hmm. My like my main dish was like Alfredo pasta and like a plate of mac and a plate of fries. Mm-hmm. Like carbs on carbs. And then like a soda or like an iced tea or something because we we had like Snapple iced teas. We had, um, I don't know, it was lit. But like, yeah, outside of like anything else, seriously, like definitely like had my first like legit girlfriend, um, like long term girlfriend. Um, I mean, I had a had a handful of girlfriends in high school. Um, that sounds interesting to think about in, in hindsight, but I definitely had quite a few. Hmm. Um, not many of them were like flings. Most of them were like relatively like 
quote unquote long term for as long term as high school relationships can be. Mm-hmm. But like, um, definitely learned a lot about myself in terms of like the type of companionship I like or type of like girls I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like middle school was kind of like the catalyst for girls, and then high school just kind of like I just ran with it. Door, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. High school was a better experience for me, hands down, than um, middle school ever was. Mm. How about you, David? Man, high school was when, like, everything hit the fan for me. Um, like, middle school, it, it I've always, like, and a lot of people see me as this right now, and some people don't because they don't believe me, but I'm very introverted, and I like to have my own world to myself. Um, I'm pretty much a child at heart. So middle school was so much fun to me because we played video games. We were always playing Halo and everything else like that. High school is when like a lot of people are outgrowing that, Um, you know, like drugs are getting involved. Certain other things are getting involved. People are doing like house parties, other stuff. And, you know, we'll touch on that. But it was it was kind of like a someone ripping metaphorically, someone ripping a teddy bear away from a child kind of to me, because it was like I'm losing my friends to like this stuff and, and, and kind of. Um, showed me to the point where it's like all right it's time to grow up like i was kind of like you know all right like these halo days like we granted we still play video games like these days are kind of older like now we're doing these other things but um we went to henderson high school i remember those times these times man um me and my mom and it's funny because we could even like look back on it me and my mom used to be like really close and like you know i'd always want to be around her we'd watch movies together i used to love being around my mom high school when i became a teenager it flipped I don't know if it's because she thought these things were happening and all this other stuff. So I was always at war with her about anything I was doing. Um, and kind of funny to, to Mike's uh, comment. It's kind of funny how me and Mike have just met, but we're fairly similar in, in who we are. As Mike said, he was like gothish when he was. I was kind of like a scene kid, kind of a scene kid, goth kid or whatever. I used to have like these chucks. Um, I'd have like these skinny jeans and everything else like that. And I would wear like, I didn't have band tees. I would wear like, uh, Marvel shirts and stuff like that. But I never perceived myself as that, but I always leaned towards that. Uh, even when I would talk to people later on in high school, they thought I was that. Um, and even now they, like people say they're like, yeah, you kind of seemed like that. You know what I mean? Like I used to have this, uh, Matt Mercer wears in critical role, but it was just like leather wristband. And then there was like another leather clasp one that I had. Uh, it was crazy. Um, I, I did listen to rap, but I listened to a lot of, uh, like metal and stuff like that with my friend Damon. We listened to like Lamb of God. Um, of course you gotta get the Lincoln Park in there, but we listened to like a lot of different stuff as far as that. I was always open to it. So it was cool. Um, this in middle school or not middle school in high school, I think the, so one of the lessons I learned also was not to trust everyone. Um, even if they're your family, uh, I'm not going to mention this person on the podcast, but this guy, like he's a he's a he's a better guy now, but he did a lot of like stuff behind uh, a lot of me and my friends back and everything else like that. Um, we were at Chris's house and he was on Facebook and he asked his girls for nudes, which was crazy to me even thinking about that. We're in high school, um, and then when he got caught, they, he pretty much said, "Oh, like Chris and David dared me," and I was like, "What?" So. I confronted the girls and I said, yo, I didn't do that. I would never do that, especially from how I was raised and seeing my parents get divorced and everything else like that. I viewed women differently in my eyes. So it was a whole different thing. But that taught me like, you know, no matter if you're related to me or not, I can't, you know, you can't trust everybody. You got to be weary about it. Um, but high school was a lot more fun once I got out of like, all right, we got to grow up a little bit from like ninth to 10th grade to 11th grade. It was kind of fun. Um, I ran track. Uh didn't want to run track, but I ran track from 10th to 11th grade. Uh, my mom kind of forced me to do it so I could get my permit. 
it, it definitely brought my more competitive side out. I wouldn't like take it back for the world. I had a lot of fun, made a lot of great friends. Um, so, you know, if you ever want to just play a sport, play a sport. I was in also the, uh, the break dance club or the hip hop club. I used to dance, which was fun. This was around like the you're a jerk era in Dougie area. So we usually did a lot of that and we dressed like them. So I had like Velados and everything else like that. If people can remember. So we did that just like Mike. Uh, well, Mike, my, I don't, Mike went to five proms. That's crazy. But, um, <laughs> I did, I did get my like first legit girlfriend from ninth to 10th grade. I also got my first phone in summer of end of ninth grade is when I got it because I could pay for it myself because I got my first job at a retirement home. Um, but I had my first girlfriend, and this is where things started to switch because, like, me and her were close and we're, we were whatever else like that. But my mom, once again, if you remember my mom, that's when her flipped switch started to flip, and she became very over, like, just watching just a helicopter mom just be all around me everything else like that like listen to my phone calls everything found out i was kind of interested in a girl and made it like the biggest deal ever like if i didn't break up with her i was going to jail um and you know seeing a lot of that stuff i would never treat my son like that like holy crap but it was like so jarring like i would get yelled at it was crazy my brother would be like what is your problem like just relax like what's up with that like you know what i mean and then we were on the computer Facebook was like more up and coming, so we we're talking on the computer and everything else like that. But I was going out with her from like ninth to tenth grade. Um, we eventually broke up because my mom. It, it was even crazy because her dad called my mom and said like, you know, David's a nice young man because I've met him before. He's like, I wouldn't want them to do anything they're not supposed to do. Blah blah blah. My mom just said, No, I don't remember. All this other stuff, but um, and and also my mom is very old school, so these times were different because, um that girl was a white girl and I'm black. My mom did not want me dating a white girl is what it is. Now that she's older, she kind of understands it doesn't matter about your skin tone. Like people are who people are, but it, it was a crazy time with that. And we, we got through that and everything else like that. But I mostly, all I did was skateboard and I was with Chris. Um, we met our friend, Jesse. I was with Jesse a lot. Um, and yeah, like I said, my mom, listen, man, my mom was so crazy. She came down to the school, forced the principal to, try and have us break up it was crazy times y'all my mom we have a better relationship now because i'm older and out the house and i'm a man so you can't talk to me any type of way crazy to me but it was crazy i remember that my girlfriend at that time was crying came up to me about it i, I walked to my mom's job did as just crazy as her i walked into her job and threw a fit at her so she could have got fired we probably could have been homeless who knows but times were times at that time but uh and then like 11th to 12th is when i had another girlfriend just like Mike said, it's getting kind of serious. My mom saw, I was always the rebellious one, which is why I thought I was always like a senior goth kid. Like if she wanted to step to me, it was always known to her that I'm going to step back. Uh, sometimes it was needed. Sometimes it was not, but uh, I, I was able to go on vacation with that girlfriend and go out and kind of experience myself and, and seeing everything else like that. But I kind of noticed I was losing myself. Um, I think maybe because my parents with their divorce I thought, like, I brought it upon myself to maybe, like, I need a girlfriend. I need this, blah, blah, blah. To, like, show them that I'm a good man or a good, like, young teenager at that point that my dad wasn't. So I continued to do that. And, like, that relationship was not good at all. Um, like, just emotionally torment to me. And it was just crazy, man. It was crazy times. Her friends making up lies about me and then, like, all this other stuff. And, like, that put me through, like, a whole different spiral. But... 
my one friend, and this is where you find out who your true friends are. My one friend Cam sat me down and said, Dave, you missed out on all these parties we've gone to, all these hangouts we've done because you're only hanging out with her. Like, I think you should break up with her. I think you should, like, live your life. We're noticing you're not, you know what I mean? And that was a turning point in my life where I sat down and said, you know what? Like, yeah, and, you know, I'm, we're, we're going to end it here. So this was also me getting ready for college. I wanted to go to Philadelphia Art Institute. Um, and I felt like that might have her, me being with her might've held me back. So we broke up, um, and I got to be able to work on me more. I, I didn't get to identify, make an identity for myself in high school enough, I think, because I was either always in a relationship or I was searching for a relationship and I didn't know how. And I obviously I couldn't talk to my mom about it clearly. So there was no way for me to work it out through that. And me and my brother were always at each other's throats. Um, I love him to death now, but I couldn't really talk to him about it either. We talked about a lot of stuff, but I just didn't feel like we could. But that was a lot going on with that. Still played a lot of video games, played a lot of Call of Duty and everything else like that. Um, and then, like Mike said, I went to junior prom, um, went with a girl I was dating, shouldn't have went. We went, and then we left. We didn't even, like, dance or anything. And I said, wow, this is not fun. So that was kind of a peek into relationships where it's like, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do. Went to prom prom. Prom prom was fun. I uh, went with my, like I said, my friends that I'm best friends with now that like pretty much are my family who come over whenever my at home, uh, hometown friends. But man, like a uh, high school, like if, if there's any advice I give to anyone in high school, it's just like, have fun. Don't sit there searching for relationships, trying to fit in or anything else like that. Um, I felt like I was always trying to come out of someone's shadow, I guess, in high school, whether it be my dad's, my friends or someone else's, my brother's, I don't know. Um it was always something. And I think me trying to figure out who I was and having those growing pains is what made me and my mom have butt heads a lot because I was trying to figure out who I was, but she was pro projecting who she thought I was on me, which was a kid who was into drugs and doing all this like, no. So, um, I would say high school, just take the time to find out who you are, um, without people breathing down your neck and being all up your butt. That's all I could say. Um, but yeah, Mike, anything else to add to high school or you want to move on to college? Let me, let me know about that. Now nah, let's move on. Um, I feel like the older, the older we, like the older our past selves are in these scenarios, obviously there's more to talk about, um, because life gets a lot more serious the older you get. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether it's pu like puberty, hormones are racing, things are changing and, you know, a lot of like identity crises kind of come into play in the younger years. Mm -hmm. um, college, you know, moving into college, like college is a very like scary time for a lot of people because it's like the first time you're leaving home, potentially mm -hmm. um, living in dorms for the most part for a lot of people. Um, and just kind of really being responsible to get yourself places. You know, you don't, it's not like your school bus or your mom's kicking you out the door to go to school. It's like, mm -hmm. I either go to school or I don't. Yep. Um, so I think when it comes to co college, um, everyone says like, you know, there's, there's a time and place to try everything and that's college. But like, honestly, that's kind of true to, to some degree within moderation, I would argue, because like, it's a time to really figure out who you are. It's um, as an, as a young adult, mm -hmm. um, it's an, it's a time to really like be okay with the fact that, you know, maybe you actually love math. And like no one in a college in a math department's gonna gonna like laugh at you for liking math yep. or whatever, yep. right? So like it's it's a time to finally be like, cool, I can actually do and take the classes that 
makes sense to me. And the best part is in those classes, it's not like high school where everyone has to take science or everyone has to take computer class or whatever. You are in a class of other individuals that genuinely want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a unique experience. And I think if I could go back to school like or go back and redo my college experience, I'm not certain I would go back for art, although I had a, an amazing time in art school. Um, like wouldn't, I can't really trade any of that experiences for anything else, but I think in hindsight, knowing how, how it's kind of played out in my future, um, I probably would have gone for other things and, or given myself the courage to step outside my comfort zone a little bit more when it came to my education. Mm -hmm. Now, the social environment of college is such a wild place. It's literally, um, it's like there's not there's no other way to, to talk about it it's just so wild because everyone's like peak performance young adult so much energy so much like uh, like testosterone for guys mm-hmm. um you know whether you're going to bars or, or parties or uh finding ways to socially interact with new people mm-hmm. there there's no rules really like everyone's kind of fl- everyone's winging it um, and everyone's trying to be the coolest person in most environments. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I really enjoyed uh, my college experience. For the most part, it was a very positive experience for me. Um, I you know I just had really good stuff. I I did have uh, it was it was during college that I finally got into music and started playing like with a band and and stuff. And eventually, it would lead to me joining a band where we got signed. Um, you know. I don't know. I want to try to keep this part short because I think college, the only advice I can give most people about college in general is just be open, Mm -hmm. but cautious and be aware of the consequences because you're old enough to know the difference. You're not, you're not, you're not naive, right? As you were as like a freshman in high school or or younger, Mm -hmm. it's easy to know, is this a good choice? Yes or no. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's, and if you're willing to take something that's not necessarily a good choice, just you know, be have the forethought to say, okay, this is likely going to end this way, mm-hmm. or it could end this way. Am I okay with that result? Mm-hmm. And if it's and if the answer is probably no, then maybe you want to try a different path. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like the college is full of risks, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of weighing which ones best suit the journey that you're on. Yeah. Um, but I'll kind of keep it short and sweet. I'll leave it there. Yeah, like Mike said, I'll, I'll keep mine's more or less just experiences where you guys can take stuff from it um like i said i went to philly with my cousin i think that was the it was it was probably the worst college first college experience but it was the best college experience i was away from my mom and everyone it was me and my cousin in a dorm with two other guys um the one guy was weird and we had to get along with that but it teaches you to get along with someone in life you might have roommates that suck uh but i was there for freshman year so getting away from westchester and being able to become my own person and think about what i want to do a lot has helped uh, I was there for video game design, um, and the school was shutting down pretty much. Like, they sold our library and everything else like that, and it was like, you can come back next year, or we could transfer. And that was kind of, like, my decision where it's it was like, I might need to leave. Like, do I want to make this decision, or do I want to stay? I love video games. I want to continue this, but it can't happen in this type of way so i might have to change it my brother in the beginning even told me like are you sure you want to do this if you do this go ahead and do it my brother's always been a person of like well if you want to do it go do it i i think it's probably not the best idea but do it so that way you can learn on your own so 
I left Westchester, or I left uh, Philly and I went to Westchester. Lo and behold, the school shut down. Thank God I left, or I would have been screwed. Um, and like Mike said, at this point, this is when all of me and my friends kind of met back up, my at-home friends, and there was like eight of us who went. Eight of us at Westchester. I went for business, kind of failed out of business because I didn't know they had a graphic design program. Went for graphic design. Um, and long story short with that, I ended up having to do like seven years of that pretty much. Four more years on top of whatever I had to do. Um, and at this rate, a lot of my friends and, and being going to school with at home friends isn't a bad thing, but a lot of them wanted to party. So we did party a lot. I, I will admit we partied probably like every day of the week at the soccer house. Um, and one day, like my grades were just like my grades were slipping and already I'm barely not able to pay for college because my mom's not paying for it. I have a FAFSA loan, like everything else is happening. And like, I just, we, I remember we were walking to a Cinco de Mayo party and I kind of just said like, I'm going home. Like I'm just going home. And everyone was like, why are you going? I said, I'm going home. Like, I just need to go home. So it, it kind of snapped on me that I was like, I need to like actually buckle down and like make something of myself here. Cause this is the last chance I'm going to get. Or I'm going to get like a blue collar job, which nothing's wrong with that. But me personally, seeing my brothers do what they were doing, I wanted to be better. So I, I literally just got up and went home, studied. Um, and I forget what test it was. I think it was for like a math class. I got like a C plus, which wasn't bad, but it could have been worse if I didn't study. So I was like, the fact that I even studied and I got this and I barely half behind study because it was like a the next day or two days or something. It's like I should actually do this. So um, it kind of taught me that college kind of taught me, like Mike said, you have to make decisions for yourself and you might have to sit down and wake up one day and make the change. There's always been so many changes I've had in high school. I was single all or in college. I was single pretty much all through college because I wanted to be single because I wanted to focus on school, getting it done. And don't get me wrong. There was a time to have fun with my friends and party, which we did. But I said, yo, I got to stay consistent with doing good in school and everything else like that. But with college, that was about it. And then I did end up meeting Ashley, who's my fiance now. That kind of helped me push forward because I was ready for that because I went through the work of like creating myself and figuring myself out because I didn't really get to do that in high school. Um, and then coming to terms with like, all right, we got to do four more years. Not going to be partying like that. This is the hunker down. We're just doing that. And then I would work. So I'd be working and going to college. But um, like Mike said, it's, it's kind of short and sweet. But college is about mending yourself and forming yourself. Partying and stuff is completely fine. But you've got to know when you need to buckle down and figure out, A, what you want to do. Because you're spending money to go there and you have to get your genetics out of the way first anyway. But B, how you're going to obtain that goal and get it done. Because college goes quick, guys. Let me tell you, it went real quick. And out of the eight friends that I went with, eight or nine, only three of us graduated. The rest dropped out. So don't go there with someone, in, 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 whether it be a relationship, best friend, or whoever. They might not make it. You know what I mean? So you got to do it for yourself and not because you're going with someone you love or you're best friends with or whatever. So, but yeah, that was, Absolutely. that was college. Yo, this has been such a uh, trip down memory lane this episode. But let's hit it with the recap real quick and then we'll send you guys home. So we started out with, you know, obviously, as always, we talked about our lives, talked a little bit about me building this uh, this gate on my deck. Uh, we had uh, Jamie's birthday party at my house in the backyard with a bonfire, which was a lot of fun. Uh, my my sponsor with yo-yoing uh, had to close up shop, so I'm now a free agent in the yo-yo world. You know, anyone out there who's got some <laughs> connections, hit a boy up. I'm, I'm down. I'm ready to play. The humble yo-yo. Um, yo, picked, uh, picked up a new uh, favorite show on HBO Max called The Great Pottery Throwdown. Uh, it's very wholesome. I love it. 
and then my my work is now picking up a D&D club come this September. So looking forward to playing some D&D with some colleagues at work. I don't know how, how that'll go down, but I'm excited for it. And of course, me and the wife, Carolyn, have a brand new podcast here under the Humble Threads Network called Party Hats. Brand new episode coming out the same day this airs. So check it out. Uh, David, you know, he's talking about his vacation planning. He's about to go to like five or six billion weddings coming uh. in this fall. You know, he's he's going to be looking fly out there in, in all of his Steve Harvey uh, styled suits. <laughs> um, he's got a basement leak. That's no fun. No one likes to suddenly have something go wrong with their house. But he's he's got some plans and you know he's going to get some wood putty and figure that out and uh, show that he can really be, you know, his dad's skills are are something to uh, to brag about. But he's uh he's been streaming on YouTube. Go check him out, King Graves Gaming over on YouTube. He's been uh, showing up a lot of uh you know the classics and as, as well as some brand new games out there like Rumbleverse and uh, uh multiverses. Uh, yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh he's been he's having crazy parties at his house because his wife and his wife's family loves to throw parties. They have a party for their dog. Um, recently, there uh, his dog decided to just take just to leave a big deuce in the middle of the kitchen and. Uh, we don't know what's going on, but definitely some disrespect right there. Um, so right now he's on no talking terms with his dog, Coda. Um, you know, there's some Halloween plans coming in. We definitely want to play some spooky games. Uh, I've always been a fan of the Dead by Daylight, but there's definitely a few more, few new ones out there that I think I want to stretch my legs on and, and see how we do. Um, not much going on with games right now. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that's been pushed out. Uh, we're a little bit um, sad about the Harry Potter game being pushed all the way out to February. So uh, we're just going to be sticking to the things we know and... Uh, uh, sticking to the rivers that we're used to, if you will, uh, <laughs> and uh, doing it from there. Uh, but besides the other things that we do in our, our personal life, we wanted to give a breakdown because right now it's like that back to school time. So we wanted to kind of run through the the gauntlet of elementary school, middle school, high school, college, give a little bit of advice for each of those eras of our life. I think we hit nicely on a lot of them. Um, mine was mostly around some food. I talked about some bag milk. I don't know. Uh, I got to still find a picture of that and, and show that somewhere. Um, and of course, rounding it out to college, you know, it's really the time to figure out who you are, take charge of your life and decide, you know, really what you want to be and realize it's really in your control to figure uh, to figure out exactly what the rest of your path is going to look like outside of the school. But that's going to do it for the roundup, uh, wrap up topics of today's episode. David. Tell the good people what we would love them to do. People, if you enjoyed this, please share this with anyone who's about to go to school or you know someone who's about to start any of these topics that we've uh, talked about. But be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice and consider sharing it with a friend. It really helps the podcast reach some new listeners. Absolutely. And, you know, we are we uh, we not only just produce podcast content, but we are available on YouTube as well as Instagram. Instagram is kind of like our main beat. Uh, we recently updated our, our handle. It's humblethreads.network because we are just building an enterprise of content. So be sure to go over there and drop us a like. Keep up to date with us. We'll be posting about new episodes over there. Um, I'm not sure if I said this last week or, or you said it last week, but either way, gang, we love you for being here. Thank you for listening to us uh, this week. As always, stay humble. <laughs>